So the next thing that is the fazilat of the Nakshabandi Majadi Susla is that in our Susla a person gets the Jaliyati Zati Daimi. What does this mean? That in other Suslas they normally do the zikr of Allah Subhanahu's name, his Asma Sifat such as Yahayu Yokayum. Whereas in the Sosali Nakshabandi we do the zikr of Allah Taz Isma Azam Ism Jala Ismizad Allah. Now a person should understand that uh, Hazri explains the difference between the za- ismizat and ismisifat as follows. That there may be a person who does a large number of tasks and they may that will have a different effect uh, on that person. For example, a person works outside the house, a person works inside the house. Imam Rabbani Nathalie has mentioned that that person who always does the zikr of Allah Ta'ala's asma'ul husna so when that person's button gazes upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of judgment, or it can also mean gazes upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at any point at any stage in the eternal akhirah. So because whatever is already inside him will be reflected outside, what does that mean? That means that because inside his qalb he has been doing the zikr of the smai sifat all his life, then what will he perceive on the outside? He will be able to perceive Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sifat this is a concept actually in Tasawwuf that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is veiled by his sifat. Now you shouldn't think of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as an object or having any physical form, that there are literally physical veils on it. But like we tried to explain yesterday, that Allah ta'ala's sifat represent attributes by means of which he interacts with humanity. So when Allah ta'ala says his rahmah, his mercy comes from his sifat of being a rahman. This is a very difficult discussion, even in the books of Akida, that Allah Ta'ala's Zat and Sifat. So obviously Allah Ta'ala's Sifat are not something different from His Zat. Allah Ta'ala's Sifat are not something different from His Zat. Are Allah Ta'ala's Sifat exactly the same as His Zat? This is a question that I'm not going to try to raise and answer. This is not something our Mashaik have touched upon. But the only thing, the closest that our Mashaik come to this discussion of Zat and Sifat is that the sifat are veils over the zat. So maybe you can understand it like this way. Uh, it comes when you study Qur'an al-Kareem and it comes in hadith uh, that this place called... In Qur'an there's a place mentioned called Siddhat al-Muntaha which is this last ultimate point which is denoted by a low tree. And in hadith it comes that Allah Ta'ala has put 70,000 veils over that Siddhat al-Muntaha of glittering gold and silver and other things that shine and sparkle. But the notion is that the veil is nothing other than the tree, but you can say the tree has a shimmering effect. Maybe that's an easy way to imagine it. That when the people who do the zikr of asma'u sifat in this world, they see Allah subhanahu ta'ala, they will see Allah subhanahu ta'ala, but they will see the shimmer of his sifat around his zat. Whereas the people who do zikr of Allah subhanahu ta'ala's ismizat, they will be able to perceive through the Asma'u Sifat and they will be able to gaze upon Allah Subhanahu Zat directly. So this is called the Jaliyati Zati. Uh, another meaning of this is that whenever you do the Zikr of Asma'u Sifat, so for example, when you call upon Allah as Yahayu Yaqayyum, so when Allah Ta'ala sends a Nur unto you, He sends it from His attribute of Al-Hay and Al-Qayyum. But when you do the Zikr of Isma'azim, Isma'zat Allah, then the Nur Allah Ta'ala sends from, on you is from His Zat. That could be another way you can understand it. So, 
there. So now I was in the transit for you. So then when uh, a person who did the zikr of Asma'u Sifat throughout his whole life, so on the Day of Judgment or on the Akhirah when they gaze upon Allah SWT, because inside their button they have been doing zikr on the Asma'u Sifat. So for one lamha, for one moment they get the zat, the, 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 the jalli of Allah Ta'ala's zat, but then after thereafter they get the veils of the Asma' and Sifat over them. Why? Because whatever was inside their batin is what they're going to be able to see in their zahir. So this is a simple, this is a principle Hazrat is mentioning, generally speaking, that whatever is inside a person's batin is what they're going to experience in their zahir. However, in our Sussan next Shemadiyah, because the person only does the zikr of Allah Subhanahu ismizat, then uh, the only thing that a salik uh, the only zikr of only name that Allah Ta'ala does the only name that a salik does the zikr of is Allah Ta'ala's ismizat means Allah therefore when he reaches if and when that salik can reach maqam if fana then when they reach fana and that came a bit last night when they reach maqam if fana then Allah subhanahu ta'ala's zati tajalli comes on them diamond so one is basically again if inside your heart fana means you always have Allah's name then you will get his tajalli zati daimi. You will get his essentials, beings, newer coming onto your heart perpetually. So as a person proceeds through these lataif, so just to add this to what you've been, we've been listening to last night, that as and when a person does zikr of Allah, Allah on the lataif, every time they do that zikr and they reach fana in that particular latifa, then they get at the even let's start first when they when they reach fana in any particular time they sit in marakaba. So they sit in Raqqabah for 30 minutes and they get Fana for one of those 30 minutes. So at that moment when they reach Fana, then they get the Daimi Tajaliyat Izat. Then if they reach Fana in any Latifa, that particular Latifa starts getting Tajaliyat Izati Daimi. And then if they reach Maqam Fana in lesson 10, just reaching lesson 10 doesn't mean you reach Maqam Fana, but a person who does lessons 1 to 9 and 10 properly and stays away from sin and follows Sharia and follows Sunnah, such that there is no stain and nothing to, no stain on their fana. Then, if they reach proper fana in lesson ten, then from that point onward, their whole life they get the jaliyat zati daimi. So that's what's inside their button. So when they appear in front of Allah Subhanahu on the Day of Judgment or the Akhirah, then uh, what they they get to see Allah Subhanahu perpetually. Another word that is linked to tajalli is jalwa. So then as he says that the zat, the tajalliyate zati, daimi are always on this, per- the jalwa of this is always on the person in this world. Jalwa you can say is its manifestation, its nur, its brilliance, its luminosity, its, that would be the way to say it. So when they're always, maybe, it's not a good example because nothing can be analogous to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But maybe to help you understand, so imagine the different spotlights. So whatever spotlights, new light you get in this world, you will be able to see that spotlight in the Akhirah. So because in this silsila, a person gets the nur of the spotlight of Allah ta'ala, Isma Azam Allah, and the whole time they're under that spotlight. And if they get fana, then diamond perpetually they remain under that spotlight. So it's only natural that on the Day of Judgment, then they will, their heart's perception, because that's another thing that when you see Allah Subhanahu do you see Him from these eyes, or do you see Allah Subhanahu from this mm, faculty of perception? So the heart's perception will be, it will naturally look at that spotlight, which, whose light they were getting, 
throughout their life. Right? Therefore, when a person reaches Maqam Sana, then they will always get, always means daimi, they will always, yani diamond get the tajalliyat zati from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the veils of the asma and sifat will not be between them and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this whole concept has been summarized in one word by Mashaikh, tajalliyat zati daimi. So I don't know how far we're going to reach at night, but if at night we reach the asbaq known as kamalat and nabuwa, so in kamalat and nabuwa, this is that if you remember last night, as he was mentioning figure, that the salik after lesson ten sits down with a thought and a niya, and whichever nur of Allah Taala they make niya of, that's the one that's going to come, because Allah Taala said ana in the zani abdibi. So this is also one of the niyats that are made later on in rakama, that a person's kalb is getting this tajaliyate, zati, diamond. The others, uh, what do those? What is the name of that tajalli that those salikin of those sulsalas that do the zikr of asmaul sifat? What is the name of the tajalli that they get? That is called tajalliyat zati barki. Now bark in Arabic means like a bolt of lightning, right? So barki means that it's it's in contrast here to daim. Uh, I'll just leave it at that because actually technically Allah Taala sifat are also daim, uh, but. What happens is, put it this way, they get the, sorry, that is relevant here. They get the jali zati barki, so it's nothing to do with sifat. They get the zati tajalli, but instead of getting it daimi, they get it barki. So that person who is doing zikr of Allah Ta'ala's names and attributes, they get a flash of lightning or a bolt of lightning. They get a moment, and the moment doesn't necessarily mean a second, but a moment in contrast to perpetuity, they get a moment or a stage or a period of zati. but then after that, then the veils come. The veils of the small sifat come between them and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they will also get a zati tajalli, but they will get one that's barki, that lasts for some time, but is limited, uh, literally flash, but could be longer, uh, be long flash, as opposed to the daimi tajalliyati zati. And it's called barki because it will last for them like a flash of a moment, just like lightning lasts for a flash of a moment. And then after that, the veils of the sifat will come over them. Why? Because they did the zik in this life, they did the zikr of the small sifat, and therefore they're used to that spotlight, or their heart is used to that veil, so they will perceive those veils when they see Allah subhanahu wa But here in our sisla, because we do zikr of Allah ta'ala, therefore a person gets that tajalliyat zati Perpetually or diamond. Alright. Then one example Hazji gives here, which he gave last night or two nights ago as well. And if you have a bride and you want to remove the veil from the bride uh, to look at her face, and then if after that she again lets the veil drop, so uh, there's a difference between these two things that if you remove her veil and her veil remains removed or you remo- remove the veil and you see her face and then again the veil drops so here then this is another example that he's using so then in this this is also the special feature that when because of the barakah of doing the zikr of ismizat then when you when the veil is removed and you get that the zati from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then 
the veil doesn't drop back again, and it is dime, it remains perpetual. This is why Muhammad Rabbani Mazda his own personal khatam, uh, okay, I'll explain in a moment, but his personal khatam was la hawla wa la quwata illa billah. And in that, uh, they have, <coughs> Imam Rabbani used to add, sometimes when he would recite this two of Allah Ta'ala Sifat al-Aliyul Adheem, so la hawla wa la quwata illa billah al-Aliyul Adheem. And then two Sifati names or two Asma of Allah Ta'ala Sifat have come and Sorry, Imam Banabayantunle would not add the names Al Aliyul Adim. So he would not say La Hawla Wala Kuta illa billahil aliyul adim, but in his khatam he would just say La Hawla Wala Kuta illa billah and stop there, lest if he used to say these two Sifati names as part of his Lisani zikr, then on the day of judgment the part that these two veils, the veils of these two names would come between him and his gaze of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So very briefly, khatam is any particular ayah. Occasionally, it's also some what we call kalimat, munajat, some dua, that any particular shaykh feels a very deep personal attachment and fondness to, or that he feels reflects his life or reflects his saluk. For some reason, the shaykh, it can be any of these reasons, a shaykh has a deep attachment to that. So then they started reciting that as a type of zikr lisani in their life. And they would do tilqeen or tell the muridin to recite that. And then we also, coming centuries later, also recite that number for multiple niyats. One niyat is tilaw to Qur'an. Second niyat is du'a that Allah will make our heart always remember. La hawla wa la quwata la billah. Third is so we can get nisbat and mushabit with Imam al-Nabayin that if the mashaykh of our silsila, their suluk and their kifiyat and their hal was munasib, particularly munasib to a specific ayah, then if we also do zikr of that ayah, then our suluk will also get that same hue and tinge and get that same munasibat. So that is what it means, khatam. So Imam al-Bani, when he used to recite this, he wouldn't add the sifati names al-Aliyul Adheem. Then Imam al-Bani, uh, in his Maktubat, volume 1, letter number 21 has written a fairly long paragraph on this Tajaliyate Zati Daimi. And he writes that the, the Tajaliyate Zati, so again the nur that emanates from Allah Subhanahu's own essential being, for the vast majority of Masha'ik, it is Barki, yani it occurs like a flash of lightning, it occurs in a moment, but then after that the veils of the Sifat and the Asma are dropped down again. And for the mashaykh, uh, uh, and for such mashaykh, the veils of Allah Taala's names and sifat are removed only for a moment, which is like the flash of a lightning, and then after that, the veils of the asma and sifat are placed between them and their vision of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So, what they see then, what happens when the veils are placed? They can still see the anwarat. How can we say shrine? They can see, still see the emanating rays of luminosity, emanating luminous rays that emanate from Allah Taala's nur, but they can't see the zat from which it is emanating. So when the veils come, the point is here to say, uh, unlike in this world, we would think the veil would diminish the light, right? The light is passing through a curtain, so the light would be diminished. No, the light is not diminished. The nur of Allah Ta'ala's zat is not diminished by the veils of his asma'ar sifat. 
But when the person is perceiving it, they see that same nur of Allah Ta'ala's the same tajilliyat zati, but they can't see the source of it. They instead see that same nur coming to them through the veils of the Usma'u Sifat. Because that's exactly what happened to them when they did their zikr in this world. Even Allah Ta'ala's Sifat, Al-Hay, Al-Qayyum, etc. The nur that comes in a person's kalb from those Sifat is at the end essentially emanating from his zat, from his essential being. But for this person it came through. So maybe now instead you could think of it as a spotlight and a spotlight with a filter on it. The filter is such that it doesn't diminish the light in any way, but nonetheless it does pass through that filter. So then when the person comes on the Day of Judgment, they will, the spotlight they will see, they will see it without the filter for a bark, for some flash period, and then again the filter will be put. Then he writes that thus, thus and therefore the presence... Huzur, the presence or the awareness of Allah Ta'ala Zati lasts for a moment like a flash of lightning. And then the rest of the time, instead of Huzur, it is Ghayb. Uh, and uh, at that point, then for a long period of time, Allah Ta'ala will remain Ghayb or unseen. As opposed to the Kabbalah of Sasali and Akshibandiya. For them, this the presence of the Tajaliyat Zati Daimi remains and the uh, ghayba or the unseen of that let's just say it never becomes unseen uh, and even it never becomes unseen even though they also get the nur of the small sifat so can imagine that uh You could say that the nur of Allah SWT is still passed through the filter, but they don't see the filter, right? Because Allah Ta'ala's zat includes all of his sifat as well. But for them, the sifat that are around the zat aren't, aren't like a veil. Uh, Allah Ta'ala is never not surrounded by his sifat. But for the mashayk and nafshiban, when they get the tajalliyat zati, the sifat, asma'u sifat are not a veil for them in any way. And this is why, so then he writes in this letter, and this is why it's in this chapter, and this is why that the kamalat or the perfections of the mashayik of Naqshiban are greater than the kamalat of the other mashayik, because the kamalat of the mashayik of Naqshiban grant them tajalliyat zati daimi, and the kamalat of the other mashayik grant them tajalliyat zati barki. And then he says that the early Naqshbandi Mashaik used to write this sentence in Arabic, Innan nisbatana fawqa jami'in nisab. And then indeed our nisbat is higher than all the other nisbats. And then Hazrati comments on this and says that this statement that has been written that in Arabic that all of our, nisp- our nisbat of Masaik and Naqshban is higher than the all of the nisbat the person should not understand from that that the awliya or Masaik who are on this trika that all other Masaik of all other trikas are lower than no however there are many of the Masaik of other trikas who would also get the nisbat of Naqshbandiya even if they were going on another path 
So then that's Hazrat's comment. And then Imam al-Bani says similar, pretty much the similar same thing in the letter. So going back to the letter, quote, yes, that the kamil mashayikh of the other tariqas and silsilas of the other paths leading to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, from them there were some such mashayikh that they got this nisbat. Now you can call it nisbat naqshbandi or maybe better you can call it the nisbat of the jaliyat zati daimi. They were able to get that. However, when they got that, uh, okay, when they when they did get that, that was because they also got a refraction of the wilaya of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq anhu. So it means that this nisbat comes through Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq and even some other mashayikh and other sallallahs who technically their sanad or shajra goes through Sayyidina Ali Ridlan who still they would get this because of the level of uh, their kamalat or the level of kamal that they attained in their own saluk. And he gives an example of Sheikh Abu Sayyid Kharraz Rahimahullah Ta'ala. And he himself in his life, Sheikh Abu Sayyid Kharraz Ta'ala, uh, mentioned to people that he got this tajaliyat izati daimi and he got dawam of the tajaliyat izati daimi. And this is actually. Uh, mentioned in a book called Nafahat al-Uns and in the book Nafahat al-Uns this name is mentioned also uh, the name of Sheikh, uh, the same Sheikh Abu Sayyid uh, Sheikh, the, uh, this, is, this has been mentioned in the book Nafahat al-Uns that Sheikh Abu Sayyid when he got this to Jaliyat-e Zati Daimi with Dawam then he actually got the Siddiqi Nisbat so in a sense you can say uh, that that Sheikh uh, let's just leave it at that so what does that mean? that means that the Kamilin and then Hazrat comments on this again that that means that the Kamilin Mashaik the Mashaik who have reached the perfection in their Saluk even from other Tariqans they get the Siddiqi Nisbat Muntakil or transferred inside of them and it's the same Nisbat that Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq had so therefore the Kamilin Whatever, irrespective of whatever Sultanatrika they may be, they also get this Kamil Nisbat. So this was just mentioned. This, the purpose of explaining this is that even the Kamilin of... Okay, let me put this way. The point is that not that other Mashaik of other Sultans aren't Kamil. They also become Kamil. But the only way they can become Kamil is by getting this Tajaliyat Zati Daimi. And the only way that will happen to them is by getting the Nisbat of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq in them even if they took another path to get there, if they become Kamil, they can also only become Kamil through the Siddiqiness and through the Jalayat Zati Daimi. So the people aren't superior because many of the Mashaikh of Adul Sassil will get that level of Kamal, but obviously that path that goes directly to Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq is going to have a sense of superiority in it as opposed to that path that goes through another route and that a person in that route, if they want to get perfection, they have to end up on this route. That is basically what we can say about this.